everyone. So good to be with you today. Pastor Jeff here from People Builders. I'm down at the People Builders Centre in the main street of Port Macquarie. Really looking forward to sharing with you. Thanks for tuning in. Wherever you're coming from, it's just so fantastic to have you tuning in. So great to be with you. I'm going to go straight back into uh, this uh, conversation we began last week called Unlikely Hero. It's about the character of Gideon from the Old Testament. And, uh, you know, not a lot of people know about Gideon, but perhaps you do, perhaps you don't, but let's just look back at him again today. And before we go right back there, I just want to share a quote with you from Dr. Ray Andrews, uh, a great friend of mine, but also an incredible guy that's uh, worked through so much stuff over his many years about how to walk with Jesus, how to live in the kingdom of God, how to follow him. And, And he says this, he says, God does much with little, most with least, and everything with nothing. Very countercultural to the way we live in our nation of Australia and the Western nations of the world. And yet, uh, the thing, the reason that is, is that God does much and most and everything without little, without least, without nothing, is that there's two different kingdoms in offer, operation. There's, there's the kingdom of man, where we applaud man's efforts and accomplishments and his or her accomplishments are merited or awarded or rewarded. And, you know, we get a, a, the applause, a, a gold medal, a trophy. Uh, You get an award, a certificate, an accomplishment, an education degree, whatever it is, we receive accolades from others for our efforts. And and then there's the kingdom realm of the kingdom of God, the realm of God's kingdom, where God receives all the glory and he does the greatest feats with our little, with our least, and to be honest, with our nothing. And, and, you know, if we're going to know the empowering of the Holy Spirit in our lives, then there will always be a laying down of, of our ego and an emptying out of ourself and a destruction of every idol in our life that wants to rise up and take the glory from God and take it to ourselves or take it to someone else. And, uh, you know, it's a point of surrender, of genuine humility that makes room for the Holy Spirit to come and have his way in our heart and in our lives and, and direct our steps and pour out his grace into our lives, pour out his enabling power into our lives that we can do incredible things in the days ahead. It's not a natural thing. It goes against our natural intuition to live like this because it's supernatural. It's of a different realm, of a different kingdom. And it says in Isaiah 55 verse 9 that God's ways are higher than our ways. And, and you know, we need to be looking higher. Don't, don't just look about, uh, look at what the world says, what they say in the news and all the latest uh, conversation and some of the TV shows and so on. Let's look higher than that. Let's look at what God might be saying in his word. And so we discovered last time how God used this man, Gideon, to win a great battle over this huge Midianite army. And the Israel, you know, the Israelite warriors, he, God whittled them down, uh, right down to 32,000 uh, from th- from 32,000, sorry, down to 300, 300 men. And Gideon sees this amazing supernatural victory take place from their oppressors, a victory where Gideon's leadership uh, leads to 40 years of peace for the Israelites. And to this day, God gets the glory for that incredible battle that was won really by the Spirit of God, but under Gideon's leadership as he, as he trusted God and did something completely opposite to every military tactic you could, you could ever think of. And a great victory was won. It's just incredible. But let's, let's take a closer look at this man, Gideon, because I really relate to him and I think you will as well. You know, Gideon was the unlikely hero. 
Reminds me of when I was at school getting picked for sporting teams, you know, back in my school days when uh, kids would be lined up and there'd be a couple of guys picked to, to form two teams and they'd pick back and forth, back and forth. And uh, when kids are lined up, and, and you, you know, you're one of the last ones picked. You're not the first ones picked. It's like me at school. Gideon was one of the last guys to be selected and, and he wasn't the most popular. He wasn't the fastest. He wasn't the tallest. He was the timid one. He was the uncertain guy. He had the low self-esteem. And so nobody would have thought of him. He was the unlikely guy to be chosen. And he was the unlikely hero, as I've said here, and he wouldn't even have picked himself if he was up there making the choices. Yet in this case, in in Gideon's case, in Judges chapter 6, it was the angel of the Lord who comes along and he goes down into that wine press where Gideon was hiding away, threshing the wheat so that the Midianites wouldn't find him. And, and he comes along and he and the angel does the selecting. He, he picks Gideon. He picks the most unlikely. He picks Gideon. Perhaps God's picking you as well. You know, and history, history actually records that Gideon became known as the greatest of all of the 15 judges appointed over Israel. It's incredible, isn't it, who God chooses and uh, perhaps today he's choosing you. You know, Gideon was timid in character. He didn't think he was much good. He certainly didn't see himself as a leader, certainly not a hero. And and as the scripture calls him, uh, he was called by God a mighty man of valour, a mighty man of valour. Well, initially, um, Gideon could only see the negative. He couldn't see it. You know, why it says there, why has all this bad stuff happened to us? The the Midianites are starving us out. We're under the oppression of these people, the Amalekites, the Midianites. Where are all the miracles that happened back in Egypt? Where, you know, when God brought the people out of Egypt, all the plagues that God put over the Egyptian people, the parting of the Red Sea, what a miracle that was. The manna from heaven that came, the pillar of fire by night. You know, where, where the, all the stuff that God did miraculously, where is it? The, you know, Gideon couldn't see it. He, he, he sort of has a bit of a whinge to God. And, and we read in, 15, in, cha- in verse 15 of chapter 6 that Gideon starts questioning God's choice of him. God says, I want to use you now, you know, but Gideon starts questioning it. How and what and when? Now, it's an impossible idea, God, that you could use me to bring about a victory, to see freedom and peace to our people. How could you use me, God? And the message even says, he says, look at me. My clan is the weakest and I'm the runt of the litter, he says. I'm the, I'm the least of the least. I mentioned that last time. You know, his self-talk, Gideon's self-talk was just shocking. Very, very negative. You know, and like you and I, we need to tune into a different voice. Sometimes our own voice can be negative. Sometimes the voice of others that didn't really want to pick us for the team because we weren't right up there. You know, God's voice is the one we need to tune into. We need to hear his voice to direct our lives. And that's going to make all the difference to the directions that we take, the steps that we take in the days ahead. In verse 12, God says to Gideon, I'll be with you. He gives him a commission to go and and, and rescue his people from the Midianites. But but God says to him, you're not going to do it on your own. I'm going to be with you. And that's so important, isn't it? If we're going to step out in the, in the kingdom purposes that God has for us, to do that on our own isn't going to work. But to do it when God is with us, wow, that's when we see some things happen. Judges chapter 6, verse 34 says this, the spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. If you read it in the Amplified Version, it says the spirit of the Lord actually clothed Gideon with himself and took possession of him and empowered him, it says. So the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon and empowered him. And that's so important. If we're going to step forward in any kingdom purpose, not just an earthly natural purpose, but in the kingdom purpose that God has for us, whatever that 
Uh, assignment may be for you and for me, it's going to be different. But God wants to empower us. He wants to come upon us and empower us. And in fact, through the Holy Spirit, when Jesus left the planet, he came and he sent the Holy Spirit and he empowered his church. He empowered us with the Holy Spirit to fill us with the Holy Spirit and empower us with his Spirit. So you can be empowered by his Spirit. You can walk in his power, walk in his enabling power every day. And I can as well. And so we have that empowering available to us, just as Gideon received in that time. Gideon was a doubter. Unfortunately, he was a doubter. He battled, you know, God had a bit of work to do with Gideon. And he, Gideon battled with uncertainty. And so he asked God to confirm his request to go and rescue his people from the Midianites. And he needed a sign. You know, sometimes God speaks to us, but we say, mm, I'm not quite sure, God. And we need God to come through for us. And I remember when we began this church, it's over 20 years ago, that God began to speak to me about launching this church. I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't going looking for an assignment to pastor a church or to plant a new church or whatever. But God came in the form of a dream. And then he came in prophetic word and he came in verses of scripture and it continued to come many times. Uh, prophetic People would come and prophesy of me, people I didn't even know, people who would come out of nowhere and all sorts of things would happen. And then financial provision would come supernaturally and all of that came to the point where we knew what God was saying to us, we knew we needed to step out and be obedient to him and God provided and he led us forward. And that's how we need to move forward with God. But sometimes we doubt. God speaks, but we still doubt, and God understands our doubt. He understands our, our humanity. He understood it for Midian as well. And, of course, uh, this is where we get the sign we need a fleece. And uh, uh, what's his name? Gideon. <laughs> Midian. I often call him Midian. Gideon needed something to relieve this doubt that he had, and so he said to God, I'm going to put the woolen fleece out on the grass in the night, and in the morning we'll see if there's no dew settled on the, on the, on the fleece I think it starts off actually, he wants the dew to settle on the fleece, but none on the ground. And that's what happens. The ground was dry, the fleece was wet. And he says, oh, I'm not still quite, quite sure about this. And then he says, this time we want the fleece to be dry and the ground to be wet. And uh, he puts it out again. And of course, that's what happened. The fleece was perfectly dry. The ground was wet. And that was enough to convince Gideon to move forward. And then he begins to assemble his army. He thought, well, okay, we'll get all the men together. And he rounds up 32,000 of them. And uh, God begins to test him out then. He's tested him out all the way along, but then he begins to test him out even more. 32,000, he says, you know, all those that are fearful go home, whittles it down to 10,000. Then it whittles it down again to 300. And here they are with just 300 going into battle for over 100,000 of the enemy. And God, you know, we see God use the humility and the obedience of just this one unlikely hero, this one unlikely man, Gideon, to win an amazing supernatural victory, a military victory to rescue God's people and actually bring them, bring the Israelites into 40 years of peace. It was an incredible moment in the history of that nation and very, very important. And yet God chose this unlikely hero of Gideon. You know, like Gideon, we're all unlikely heroes. We're, we're called to operate in a different kingdom, in God's kingdom. We may not look the part for the kingdom of this world where we need to have all the certificates and trophies and all the things that this world measure as our requirements for leadership and for victory, but in the kingdom of God, 
God's got something different in mind. He's looking for unlikely heroes, people who are called to operate in his kingdom. In God's kingdom, he chooses regular, everyday, flawed human beings like you and like me and to do in seemingly impossible things, things that we wouldn't even perhaps consider doing ourselves. And God wants to speak to many of you today. And he's calling you in this special time, this special time on the earth where the, the world is in all sorts of chaos, all sorts of unusual things are happening. And he's speaking to his people to stand up and to step out and do things that they would never do in the natural. It's, it's, not, it's not about how we feel. It's not whether we're timid and shy because God chose Gideon who's a timid and shy guy to do an incredible victory and to lead a nation for many, many years, decades. And it was just incredible. And he does it because um, as we recognise our inability and through humility and through our acknowledgement of his ability, we become God's choice. And when we do, when we do, anything is possible. You know, God can do seemingly impossible things through you and through I, through myself, through you and I, through you and me, whatever uh, the right uh, grammar is right there. God's going to do it. He is because, as Ray said right at the beginning of this message, as Ray Andrews is quoted, God does much with little. He does most with least and he does everything with nothing. So let's bring our little. Let's bring our least. Let's come to the point where everything is laid down to him and we come to him open-armed, humble, available, ready for him to use us, and God will speak to you. He will show you, and he will bring that assignment very clear for your life and where you're heading. So there's no limitation for God. He wants to use you so beautifully, not to use you up. He wants to use you for his kingdom purpose and empower you and strengthen you and inspire you and fill you with vision and dreams and and purpose for the days ahead. And I'm excited for all that he's got for your life, for our lives here at People Builders and for your life, wherever you may be uh, connecting in to God's kingdom and his church, wherever it is over our nation and over the world, God's doing some beautiful things. You know, today, if you're listening to this message and you've never invited Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Saviour, I want to encourage you to take that step because that's the first step into God's kingdom, to be a part of his purpose and plan for your life. It's very, very simple. We just make a decision today to turn from going our own way, ask God to forgive us from our sin, Jesus Christ to come and wash us clean by his blood on the cross. And then we choose to put our trust in him, to follow him and invite him to be the Lord of our life and begin to walk that out day by day, month by month, year by year, as he enables us and strengthens us and leads us forward. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful way to walk. Well, there it is, Gideon, the unlikely hero, exactly like you and I. God wants to empower us, equip us for his kingdom purpose on this earth for the days ahead. We love you. If you want to connect with us, that'd be great. We'd love to help you with any, anything we can. So right through Facebook or on our webpage, connect with us and we'll see you next time. Take care. God bless. God bless.